let's look at the next parable. So keep in mind, these are three parables Jesus spoke back to back to back. Pick up at verse 33. Jesus said, hear another parable. There was a certain landowner who planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. And he leased it to vine dressers and went into a far country. Now when vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the vine dressers that they might receive its fruit. And the vine dressers took his servants, beat one, killed one, and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did likewise to them. Then last of all, he sent his son to them, saying, they will respect my son. But when the vine dressers saw the son, they said among themselves, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. So they took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine dressers? They said to him, he will destroy those wicked men miserably and lease his vineyard to other vine dressers who will render to him the fruits in their seasons. Jesus said to them, have you never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a nation bearing the fruits of it. And whoever falls on this stone will be broken. But on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. Now when the chief priests and Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he was speaking of them. But when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitudes because they took him for a prophet. I hope you're ahead of me on this one uh, because the, when you read through that, boy, it's, it's kind of jumping out, right? The spiritual uh, side of this one. Key point number two is this. Some are going to reject the Son. Some will reject the Son. But understand this. Killing the Son does not make you an heir. Suffering with him does. Killing the Son does not make you an heir. Suffering with him does. You see, if they had gone out into the vineyard with the son and suffered through the labor, they would have enjoyed the fruit. They would have enjoyed uh, the, the fruit of the vineyard. But they wanted, wanted more. When I read through that, I'm going, oh my goodness, this is so, so obvious that this is a rejection of Christ. Listen to Romans 8, 17. It says, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. So the owner of this vineyard could have, he could have sent armies uh, in to destroy the wicked vine dressers. It would have been easy for him to do, but instead he chose to send his son 
He sent his son to them. But they did not welcome his son. Let's look at our choices. I mean, consider our choices with the son. Whoever falls on this stone will be broken. But on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. In other words, we only have two choices when it comes to the sun. We have two choices. We fall on him, that's Jesus, the chief cornerstone, in our brokenness. When we are broken over our sin, we fall upon him. Or he, Jesus, the rock, will fall on us and crush us. The brokenness over our sin is a different type of suffering. It's the suffering that we endure. um, And the suffering that we endure is nothing compared to the suffering that Jesus endured. When I was um, two years old, I was adopted. It's interesting because um, I'm 49, I'll be 50 in January, but as it turns out, in September, I will turn 47. What do I mean by that? Well, 47, um, or 47 years ago this September, was when I would be adopted and given the name Chris Dorch. It's fascinating to me that, you know, I introduce myself, hey, I'm Chris Dorch. I'm 49 years old, but in reality, Chris Dorch has only been around since for 47 years. But my dad, Roger, Roger Dorch, adopted me. 1974. Let me share some things with you about adoption. I was given his surname, Dorch. The moment that I was adopted, they gave me a new name. I was given a birth certificate, and that birth certificate was dated on my birthday two years earlier. I've always found that fascinating. I found it fascinating that every time I look at my birth certificate, it says Christopher Dale Dorch, born January 1st, 1972. Not September of 74. When I think about that, and I think about, uh, it's as if Chris Dorch has been my name all along. And it's as if my past was erased. When I think about my relationship with Christ, that's my second adoption. This one came when I was a teenager, when I gave my life to Christ. When he became my savior, he gave me his name, the name Christian. I was given not just a new birth certificate, but I was given a new birth. And it was as if I had been his child all along and my past had been erased. So killing the son doesn't make you an heir. 
You can become an heir. But you become an heir of Christ. You become an heir through adoption. Coming to Jesus broken over our sin. Asking for forgiveness. That makes you an heir. That will cause you to inherit the kingdom of God.